up with Snow the Pop. <laughs> Getting there. Almost. Uh, one day. Yes. One day we will. I don't know. I don't know. It, it turned into our official intro, intro song. So yeah, so I that's feel the like official. The that's official, our official no. intro song. And that came from me going, Snow the Pop. <laughs> Many different and times. And us <laughs> deciding that we should probably record that. <laughs> it works so well with the intro, yeah. I think. And I love that we butcher it every time. Straight after you've heard our beautiful yeah, jams. But I mean, it's getting, and then we butcher it, and it's yeah, beautiful. it's getting, it's getting, you know, <laughs> that's that that's our that's our product. <laughs> Being random <laughs> yeah. and weird. Are you even surprised if you are, if you are still here with us? Are you even surprised? <laughs> but yes, so today we what are we talking about we today? Probably Tony? talked about other shit for the last two hours before pushing before. record, as we do. Um, some of it we hopefully will bring up again because I thought there were good subjects. Yeah. A lot of it. You guys don't want to hear about, yeah, no, about you do my caffeine hear. addiction. Um, That's what they problem. stay around for. Yeah, you, you come here for the nerd stuff, you stay for Tony's crippling caffeine addiction. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a problem, but... So yes. So. Oh yes. I, I I think I have. <laughs> I think we have an equal problem. But your your caffeine problem comes in a different form. Well, it's well. I have <laughs> in the last two months, thanks to lockdown, have not had. But I did have a bit of a monster problem. Mo- yeah. But the sugar free monster. Yeah, well, I think we so should. Does that make it better? I mean, no. I mean, there's no. still caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> Less of a sugar <laughs> problem, more of a caffeine problem. Yeah. <laughs> but I also have a crippling sugar problem, so. Uh. Let's I, I have those moments as well where I'm like, oh, I'm so good. Like, I'm trying to cut out sugar. I've cut out sugar out of coffee. So Me I can too. drink coffee Cheers. without sugar. Yeah. Yeah. But then it Nothing sneaks its stuck. way into other forms where you Nothing would, like, stuck. binge eat, like, an entire <gasps> packet of speckled eggs. Yeah, I, I have no ration. I, have, I can't ration. Same. Like, I will go to the shops and buy, like, some sweets or some cookies and stuff, and it's gone that day. Yes. And then for the rest of the week, Same. I have no sugary goodness <laughs> because I have no ability to ration. And then I do my weekly shopping again and yeah. buy like the slab of chocolate and then I eat it all in one day <laughs> or in 10 minutes because it's a slab yeah. of chocolate. Especially with a lockdown, like I have mm. a snack cupboard where I keep all my snacks. Do I go to the shop, I'm like, I'm like, ha, okay, cool. I'm going to pick this and this. This is going to last me a week until I go for my next shopping trip. Yeah, how's that working out for you, huh? <laughs> Two days, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Nope. Um, and then people are like, oh, I had a slab of chocolate. I only had two blocks. Yeah, like, yeah, right. What kind of an animal are you? Wait, I have to tell you, my dad. Okay, yeah. so my dad is yeah. probably the epitome example of that. He'll buy like no. six chocolates or whatever and he'll, and he'll make a store it in the fridge. Because he's like, oh, cool. When I feel for one, I'll have one. Okay. When do I not feel for one? It, it can go a month <gasps> and it will sit there. So when I was living, when that I went monster. back, when I went back to Jobo to live with my dad, he would do that, and I'll just be Why? like, "Yeah, Why? it's 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 gonna stay there for a month." He won't. You know, he won't. <laughs> I, I like, my dad is exactly the same. He's so good at rationing. Yeah. But he see he trained rationing because he used to work out of out of the country at like a month at a time. Okay. And so he'd always yeah. pack. They like worked in a like a compound. So they weren't shops and stuff that they could buy nice treats and stuff. They just got like the cafeteria and yeah. then like maybe a little place where they could buy a beer and hang out with their okay, friends so at the end of the day. To, yeah. So he'd always pack like fun ration, like like quality streets or okay. some chocolates or like <laughs> some cool stuff for just for treats. And then he'd have to ration it because he's in the middle of Nigeria or Sudan yeah. and there's no way for him to get anything else. <laughs> and so he's super good at rationing. Yeah. And then I'll go home for, home for Christmas and I'll be like, why is there a cupboard of chips? Oh shit. And then like that 
open slab of chocolate that's got two blocks missing. I'm like, yeah. I take two blocks. He won't notice no, that no, no. it's now four blocks missing and not two blocks missing. <laughs> like if there's only one line of blocks and I can't because yeah. obviously you'll know. Or like yeah. if it's close to the end. But no, it kills me because then I walk to the kitchen and I'm like, why is this oh, some sugar in there? The temptation. What is this? How dare it? <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, yeah. but the so, rationing is so bad like I'm with so lockdown bad. lockdown I'm no. sure you like you have the same problem yeah. where it's like and I've tried and I think the first week of lockdown I was good yeah I had like a slab of chocolate and it lasted me a week and I okay. was so proud of myself <laughs> and I was like oh fuck I'm a rationing queen bitches <laughs> so good at rationing following week I bought Nothing. myself treats and stuff and yeah. it was gone and, gone. <laughs> and I was like damn it I think it, oh. makes, it makes it worse that we're stuck at home. So we're stuck with the yeah. treats like there yeah, in our face. they're in my face. They're in my face. And I bored eat. I am the queen of bored eating. Bored. I don't have to be hungry. Exactly. I don't have to feel like it. Especially like I when you... I just got to be bored. Watching some anime. Yeah, playing some games. Your, binging your anime. You yes. have like, you know... Oh. Playing a little bit of Prince of Persia. That's my new thing. Oh I've restarted. Gosh, I original Prince of Persia. I it's Prince so of good. Persia. Oh my Not gosh. like original 2D Prince of Persia. Yeah, but the original, like original PlayStation like, Prince of Persia. Yeah, the PlayStation. I miss those. So I... Yeah. But that kind of evolved that. into Assassin's Creed, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. So I wanted to get into that because I've never actually played Assassin's Creed, so I really want to. You, you should, yeah. Because yeah. I'm not cool. a heavy gamer, so I play like odd yeah. things. Um, and I've got now Prince of Persia and I've got yeah. God of War 2. Okay. A friend lent it to me, so. Yeah. I've I'm not played God of War yet, but yeah, it's Really good. good. Yeah. I started playing it a while back and yeah. I got really far, but I, it was a while back. And I think I'm going to have to start again from the beginning. Because, you know, if you haven't yeah. played for ages, you would forget how to play. Exactly. And now I can't yeah. jump in at, Especially like, level 10. Especially if you jump 10. between different things. And, and I'm like, like, level 10, I'm like, I have to have the dexterity <laughs> to play this game. I don't have these skills. The enemies are this level. I, yeah. I don't, my, my thumbs don't work at that level yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I have to start. That's, yeah. Yeah. So I did Prince of Persia's now. Okay. I'm yeah, working through that one. That's cool. But uh, y- if then, you haven't yes, played Assassin's so, Creed, I think... Yeah. If you also a casual gamer, you mm. can like. For I like me, the story based ones like that. Yeah, yeah, those are those are really good. I mean, there's a lot of like, as the games got like you know more you know as they started publishing yeah. more, they've got more like you know side quest based and yeah. collecting. I've things. seen a lot of uh, a lot of reviews and stuff that yeah. like the first one's good and then they go up and then they went yeah. super down and then there was yeah. I think they said like the one set in England or something is like yeah really that, bad. that 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 era is but yeah you know, and then it's recently gotten really good again it's, yeah it, it has so if you just you can just play it for the story don't mm-hmm. worry about the side quests whatever that's perfect because yeah, it's man. got a really interesting. It's got like you know like con- like it feeds a lot into the conspiracy about I how we were you know you know put here by aliens and all those things but the, like, like how all the Greek gods are actually like you Exist- know these alien- super these oh, superhuman cool. people Love which it. is pretty cool nice yeah um but the first four games are really no first three games four mm. games are really good so that centers okay. that centers around uh, one character called Ezio and he's yeah. yeah I think his storyline. Yeah, that's okay. Everything's connected, like but his right? yeah, his 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 arc yeah. is really cool. Yeah, awesome. Most, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely on my list. And yes. it's always good for me because when I buy these games, I can get them secondhand and really cheap. Exactly. On my, on my PlayStation. Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> all the new stuff comes out, I'm like, oh, that looks amazing. Like I am determined to get my hands on The Last of Us. Oh, even yes, though I yes. haven't even played The Last of Us one. Yeah. But obviously, I'm a obsessive voice actor lover, <laughs> so I do love Trebega. If anyone doesn't know that by now, I think I mentioned him in every fucking podcast episode. But I obviously also follow like Neil Druckmann and all the guys at, yeah. at um, Naughty Dog and stuff like that. And then I've started watching the YouTube channel 
uh, What Culture Gaming. Oh, yes. Because What oh. Culture does like great Pretty movie good. stuff. And then I started watching obscure. I went down a very dark <laughs> YouTube black hole because I was bored and I ran out of snacks <laughs> and started watching all the What Culture Gaming yeah. content as well. Okay. And so hearing them discuss it and discuss the, the histories of a ton of games and yeah. where everything else comes from and the things that they love and the things that they grew up with and yeah. the things that they hate and stuff. I'm a little bit now obsessed with like the gaming community, <laughs> even though I haven't really played anything. Yeah. But I like do like watching some playthroughs and stuff yeah, like but that. Yeah, but that's and, that's and the thing. Like, like you don't have to be yeah. like a like you know like a hardcore no, gamer to be part of But I'm very that. excited about The Last of Us. Yeah. But I think it's I'm just getting sucked into like the <laughs> the, the, the hype. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the whole hype of the new consoles coming as well. I'm yes. Just like, oh, yeah. Apparently I mean, it's apparently wait. it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But like I just like it feels like a, every mm. every next generation comes out a bit too quicker. Yeah. But too soon, quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Quick, a bit, a bit yeah. Too, yeah. But yeah. too quickly. There we yeah. go. <laughs> um, yeah. I also don't like that they they're not cross compatible. Yeah. Like I would, I'm all for you know make something that's say only for PlayStation four yeah. or five, but then allow me to play my PlayStation three stuff on your five. Yes. You know, like it doesn't have to be backward compatible. Like I have yeah. a PlayStation three. If yeah. I can't play the new stuff on it, I accept that. But. If I get the five, I still want to be able to play my three games. Yeah, which is you know? which is pretty cool. Which I, which I've heard they have, that they introduced. Oh, they okay. yeah. So okay. um, also when you originally they didn't. Yes. Um. Because also what I know with the new Xbox, which is pretty cool. I can't remember what it's called, but if you own the Xbox One now, for example, let's say you buy a game that comes out now. Yeah. For example, an Assassin's Creed game now, that's available on Xbox One and the new Xbox. If you buy it on the old one, by the time you get the new one you get that copy of the game for free oh, for that one. So you don't so have to cool. rebuy it, which is pretty okay. cool. Yeah, it doesn't work for all the games because yeah. they obviously have to work with the publishers and everything. Fair. But yeah, that, that's a pretty cool thing. So I like that. Oh, it's wasting money. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> some of them are expensive. Like uh, I've looked at some of the newer games where I'm like, oh, God. No. Expensive mm. is an understatement. It's that's why I play the old school stuff because yeah. I can get it for like, <laughs> like 100 bucks or like 80 bucks yeah. for a, a game. And I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard of something really... It's a, it's a new game, not new, but it's like it was recently in this era, but it's very nostalgic. Um, it's called Stardew Valley. I don't know if you've heard of it on Steam. I've heard of it, but yeah. I haven't, like, and the uh, name rings a bell, yeah. I, I got it for, I got it on special on Steam, and it's very nostalgic. It's kind of like, you know, the old Pokemon games where you walk around, and no. but in this one, you farm, and you speak to villagers. Isn't it like everyone's been playing at, what's the, the Animal Farm? No, 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 no that's, that's Animal, animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, Animal Farm. <laughs> animal Farm. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's uh, But it's like a similar to a, Animal a Crossing. similar concept, yeah. So, like, okay. you farm and build relationships mm. in your mind, and there's a combat system so it's very just nostalgic and like you yeah. Know, yeah it's like that like original war yeah, yeah. so it's like oh yes yeah i <laughs> i uh, i got i got new batteries for my old school <laughs> nintendo color oh my gosh and i started playing <laughs> pokemon red again <laughs> and i have just gotten to lavender town oh my so gosh. but like old school pokemon, old school I, pokemon. Caught a Pikachu. Yeah. I was super excited because i started my starter pokemon was uh i chose charmander this time around yeah and he's i think i'm up to like level 20 25 average on oh, my yeah, pokemon yeah. i have three badges <laughs> um, but uh, I found a Pikachu in the uh, in the wild yeah. and caught him, and oh that has God. been so helpful because yeah. everyone has fucking flying animals. <laughs> yeah, the Pikachu is magic, yeah. and I took my time and leveled up my magic cop, and yeah. I now have a Gyarados. How Gyarados. how do you have the patience for that, dude? Dude, how? I yeah, so much patience. It's, it's literally <laughs> I I think I was just watching YouTube channels, and then I just walked around a a, 
a grassy knoll. Yeah. And then like the magic cop would go in and then I'd swap him out for something that like my okay. Pikachu or Charmander who could literally one shot whatever I yeah, had yeah, yeah. in, the, <laughs> in the grass. And then the magic cop slowly, slowly builds. Slowly, oh. slowly builds. Oof. And it's been so helpful. I've had no patience so with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely leveling them up. <laughs> yeah. Because I keep, I keep trying to get them all to a good average level before I go in for a gym leader. Yeah. Okay. So that I've got a, a decent a chance, chance yeah. of, of getting them. There's nothing more frustrating when you go there. And no, like, Just man. like, they cut you down one time. <laughs> oh, God. No, it kills me. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm busy on Pokemon Classic <laughs> Red on my Super Nintendo nostalgic. color <laughs> that I think I've had since primary school young so ago. that's young so it's ahead of young since the since the late 90s oh wow yeah no it was 100 percent late oh, 90s yeah because yeah. it was before even before 2000 <laughs> i've had this pokemon color and i found it in, in a box when i went home for christmas and yeah. i was like huh yeah and i've got pokemon blue and red and gold i think okay and yeah. I chucked in the red and it, yeah, I think initially it was a bit janky. Some of the older cartridges, they're a bit like rusty. So they, okay, they're, so they're <laughs> sometimes they just switch themselves off and then I lose the save data. So I have to save like, a lot. Fake. <laughs> but so far the red has been working. So I think it was one okay. of the, the least corrupted yeah, of yeah. the cartridges that I found <laughs> in a box in my parents' house. Yeah. So that I've been doing in lockdown, yeah. which and is that's, fun. <laughs> that, that's a great thing that I find though. Like a lot of people have been like, you know, revisiting old nostalgic things mm. during lockdown, which is... Like uh, an insane, like yeah, it's been so great. I've rewatched a lot so of stuff. I've, yeah, yeah, finally getting into some things like that. And I mean, weird, like psychologically, yeah, can I share? Is people say that if you're in a bad place or if you're suffering, just like I'm not saying official depression, depression, because yeah, yeah. that's you know chemicals in the brain. But yeah. if you're if you're in a bit of a shitty place and, and having a bad day and feeling bad, uh, they say you must watch something that you have watched before that you enjoyed. Okay. Because your brain gets a like a boost from the enjoyment of watching something, because you know, like watching yeah. something funny or something that you enjoy is good. Yeah. But it also gets a boost from the fact that you have remember enjoying it previously. Okay, so you so you've like a double boost of of positive serotonin. brain chemicals. <laughs> yeah, of serotonin. So that, they so oh hard. yeah. So they say if you're having a shitty place, is watch like a comedy or an enjoyment yeah. thing that you have already watched and enjoyed. Yeah. So there's that comfort, that familiarity. You don't have to suffer any anxiety of not knowing what's going to happen okay, next. Okay, yeah. So you just you, kind it's, of yeah, like, it's yeah. Super, it's super comfortable. And then you have that enjoyment factor of you enjoy it. Yeah. And then you also remember enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that some people are going back into those things is actually really good. Yeah, it's good. Because that's a good. great place for them to, yeah. to just get into a bit of a, a happier space when yeah. they're stuck in the Exactly. Home. Especially when it's like this. When you, yeah. You know, you, you it's don't very know easy to get on. into your own head. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I live alone, and it's very easy to get into your own head. Yeah. So that kind of nostalgia watching has been so yeah. good for me. I've it gone back you. on a lot of good things. Yeah. And then Zoom. And Zoom you remember meetings. How good it, you remember <laughs> yeah. how good it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah. spe- but speaking of which... Speaking like, of nostalgia, yeah, speaking what of nostalgia. we actually <laughs> wanted to talk about... <laughs> <laughs> None of this in the beginning oh, has God. anything to do... We had a plan. Yeah, we had a plan. We had a plan. We started on a tangent. Normally, we don't oh, start on a tangent, man. but that we started on it's a tangent. It's because we spoke for so long before, so we intro-tangent. <laughs> we intro-tangent. I mean, two coffees in. Two coffees in. Oh, God. We don't have a problem. Yeah. You have a problem. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. Um, I... You was you only you only have a problem if you admit to having a problem. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, what problem? It's only a problem it's if you problem. if you seek help. For it. So I've not seek, seek, I seek, seeked. Help. Yeah, I've I not sought sought help. help. There you go. <laughs> wow, we're doing well. Um, 
Ja, Englisch, first language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I have a degree in English. Oh, God. Uh, it's not a problem if you are really good at it. Yes. <laughs> We are really good at drinking oh, coffee. Oh, I'm skilled at drinking coffee. <laughs> Although I have cut down to decaf in late afternoons and evenings. I have not touched a single so decaf in I am. Ever. I'm tri- quite responsible for that because yeah. I was like... I can't buzz at two o'clock in the morning anymore. It's it's not good. I mean, yeah, yeah, and because coffee has become my, like my board thing. Your board drink. Instead yeah. of just like going into the fridge and eating whatever I find, it's like yeah. I'll just make myself another cup coffee, of coffee, yeah. and it'll keep me distracted because I'm not actually hungry. I'm just bored. Yeah. And and I can't do yeah, that with uh, with caffeine and then like seven cups of coffee later. It's <laughs> yeah. not good. Yeah. Oh, it's not good. Seven cups of coffee and like no food. <laughs> Oh, one day. Oh, <laughs> okay, tangents of things people don't really uh, need to know. Tony. People need to know about oven chips and coffee. It's oven important. Chips and it's, coffee. It's, it's soothing for the soul. Yeah, I promise you, I'm a healthy, athletic person who trains sometimes a lot. She's not joking. <laughs> I just like junk food as well, so more running. Yes. So then, the, the whole nostalgic yeah. experience that you mentioned, funny enough, brings yes. us onto the actual topic that we were actual speak topic. about. Time for the topic. Um. I recently myself had a Harry Potter film marathon. Harry Potter marathon. Yeah, which for how us, long did it take you? How long did it take? We watched one a day. Oh, so okay. One, so you so we, spread it yeah, out. we didn't okay. go for like you know a whole yeah, yeah a whole so, weekend of yeah, binge. um, which is kind of good. And again, gives you time was, to breathe. Yeah. Harry Potter, as I'm sure for both of us, that was one of our bonding topics. That's yes. the inspiration That's, for our, yeah. our, our what name. What gave it away? Um, <laughs> <Slytherin>. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have a lot of good memories associated with the yeah. movies and the books. So mm. that was a really good experience. Like you said, you know. Nostalgia, associ- enjoyment, yeah. yeah. Nostalgia, enjoyment. And was a good escape from the whole lockdown. Yes. But yeah, rewatching it. Oh my gosh! When like, last did you watch them? When last did I watch them? Years ago. The last, yeah. the last Harry Potter movie I watched was the Deathly Hallows Part Two when I came out on cinema. So that yeah, was the I last think time. I also the last time I watched them was as yeah. they originally came out. Yeah, and, and maybe obscure snippets on TV if it was ever on TV. Yeah, yeah, same, same. But yeah. never like sat down like, and watched fully, again. Yeah. Mm. So watching it this time around, I was one of those as as we both know as, and you as, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're like, oh no! I was that guy. The, the, the books oh. are so much better than the movies. I'm Don't like, be that guy, guys. Yeah. Like, I I admit I was that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but obviously in the books it is much more specifically required. Yeah. No, guys, two different things. Exactly. Enjoy them for what they are. And also, and the people have to realize that movies are obviously limited yeah. and constrained Which I by didn't. time. I was yeah. a stupid kid. <laughs> exactly. I was You're a like, stupid kid. I was like, "How could you anything. leave out the detail?" <laughs> now I do movie, Like now I'm in the film industry, and like you read a script, and you're like, oh, yeah. "You got to. You yeah, can't. You gotta, you, there's so much information, <laughs> and you can't get into the people's heads, and you yeah. you have to tell the story and find the important beats and exactly. what is crucial to getting the next action and the next thing to happen in the story and sometimes you know sometimes they do miss the mark a little bit you know they leave out things that they they shouldn't have but um, as a whole like I consider them two separate entities like I enjoy the movies for what the movies are which is why my favourite movie and my favourite book are two different things so my favourite book is The Half-Blood Prince because okay. I love the whole, uh, the, like, you know, the, when they delve in and explain. Into the like, mind. Yeah, yeah. About, like, Voldemort's, like, you know, family and his mm. history and Snape as well. Yeah. And like, that great conflict of teaching. Uh, yes. Between oh, that was, like, that Snape for me, just reading that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite movie is The Prisoner of Azkaban. Always. <laughs> I don't know. 
But I think that's our horror movie nerd thing as well. Yes. Because it's the, it's the darkest. And I mean, it's notoriously the darkest. And weirdly enough, fun fact. Because yes. I, I did not rewatch them or reread them. Okay. I just kind of researched some fun facts fun and facts. stuff for our discussion. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to have time to watch the seven movies. And as much as I want to reread all the books, yeah. I'm still missing the Half-Blood Prince, which <laughs> makes me sad. <laughs> I don't know where it is. You'll get it one day. Because <laughs> I got it originally on the day. Yeah. I picked them up as they came out. But um, is the director of the last four, David Yates. Okay. He's yeah. he's directed the most. Okay. Yeah. He directed from from Order of the Phoenix through to the last of the house. To okay. the last of the house. And he directed both Fantastic Beasts. Oh, okay. Nice. Fun fact. Okay. Yeah. His he's favorite in, yeah. movie is Prisoner okay. of Azkaban. That's really cool. Yeah. Which is Alfonso Cuaron. <laughs> yeah. Who is a phenomenal director, yeah. and, but at the time was like, oh, that random director that no one, no, no one knows talks about. about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's one of my faves as yeah, well. But I mean, werewolves and. Exactly. It's got, it's got like all the fantasy and, in, yeah. in it, and it's got that horror element, that uh, train scene with the Dementors, and yeah, the Dementors very controversially, right. it's got the. The appearance of the time turner. Yes. <laughs> Which people are, you know, upset uh, about. Anything because, with time traveling. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> for me, what I loved about it is, especially because so reading, reading, you don't get the same, like, visual, you know, mm. picture of how everything connects for me. Yeah. Um, so just watching how they did the whole time travel thing and how everything just sort of how looped around connected and came the... around was very cool, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You must, uh, I don't know if you have, I have it, I will lend it to you. Yes. the play, The Cursed Child. Oh, I, I I have it. I Part haven't. One and two. I haven't stopped. I haven't started making it, my way through it all. Yet. It surrounds the time turner. Okay, yeah. It's all about time travel, and and they get the time turner, and want to go back to um, like it's Harry Potter's kid and Draco's uh, kid. So this get is like set the time like turner? afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's grown up. <clears throat> it's uh, it's in that time, and uh, and so they want to go back and stop the curse or something. I can't remember. I read it long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, playing two parts. Okay, and, and then there's like yeah, but it's, about time. but the time the time travel is the the central premise okay, of the entire yeah, yeah. show. It's all about uh, traveling back in time. Yeah, because I know that was very to... controversial when yeah. they first introduced that. Mm. And like it's like that could that could solve all the problems. Yeah. why not use it? But then they but in it. the play <clears throat> they definitely showed to you like the 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 dangers of trying to change ah, the past okay. and yeah, that yeah. kind of butterfly effect system and yeah. some things like. Even if you do travel back in time to change the past, it's probably because of that loop idea that you changed it anyway, and that's yeah. why it is like it is. Uh, okay, I see. So yeah. it's you can't really change the past, and if you do change something, it was because you had gone back yeah. and changed it anyway, and you were destined to come back and change it. Yeah. That kind of shit. But that, also, you cannot, you can't fuck with the past because the butterfly effect will exactly. always it would, it have, have unforeseen sort of, yeah, circumstances, unforeseen results as well. Mm. But what is, so your, obviously your favorite, is your favorite, favorite. book and movie Prisoner of Azkaban? Or do you have um, differences as well? I want to say Prisoner of Azkaban, I think because I've read the first three or four the most. Yeah. So I actually think my, oh, Prisoner of Azkaban <laughs> is my favorite movie. And I would say Goblet of Fire is my favorite book. Oh, okay. Yeah. I that's like a, that's a very good one. those kind of tasks and adventure and puzzle solving yeah, and, yeah. and things like that and going through trials yeah, and, yeah. and those kind of storylines I mean they're generally my favorite kind of anime yeah. my favorite kind of movies and stuff like that it's very like you know yeah. fantasy grounded yeah as well. fantasy grounded and that kind of we've got to go on this adventure we've got yeah. to solve that quest yeah so it's very quest driven <laughs> think I'm seeing yeah it's yeah adventurer uh, um, so yeah it's very quest based and I think I, I enjoyed that 
books the most, but yeah. I, mean, I love that movie as well. Yeah. I think like the only thing I can always basil down and I might change my mind if I reread them because I'm now a different human being since when I first <laughs> read them, but I didn't enjoy Order of the Phoenix. Oh, okay. As a book. As a book. Okay. I mean, yeah. like I read it and I liked the story and stuff, but I found it at the time I found it the most boring. Yeah. And I feel like if I go back now, I'd probably be like, oh, it's the most intricate yeah, and yeah. the most... You're like getting into the the like the people and their psychology and yeah. stuck in the house and stuff like that. I think I was not, I was. I but think I don't think I enjoyed it as much because it was less about like you know each each of the previous ones had like you know. I think it was less about the school. Yeah, it was. It was. It was all about the Order of Phoenix and keeping exactly. Harry out of it. Yeah. And, and you're like, well, that's. And building sucks. up Dumbledore's army and everything it was yeah. less about like you know they didn't really have much of like the Voldemort yeah. storyline in it. Which and was, Harry and stuff. Yeah, exactly. They kind of kept him out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was always my least favorite, but I need to reread them because yeah. I mean I remember I had the same problem with uh, reading Lord of the Rings. Is <laughs> there was moments where because obviously yeah. anyone who's read Lord of the Rings knows as soon as you get onto a party or food, I've read half. It's so boring, and it's like seven thousand pages. Like the Council of Elrond. <laughs> is the longest fucking chapter in the world. And it just goes on and on and on and on. And in the movie, but it's I, only yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, it's like two minutes. Minute. But I reread the first Lord of the Rings book. Okay. And it goes super quick. Yeah, okay. So once I've powered through it once, then it, it's like it's smooth sailing. And I don't know why that happens yeah, in yeah. my brain. I think it's maybe... Because you've already cause... done it, and like you know where it's going, yeah. you know where it's end. You it's you're familiar. not trying to absorb as much information because you. I'm like I know what's happening, so I don't have to. I can just read it freely instead of like going, what actually is going on like in the focus, political yeah, turmoil. Yeah. Um, so maybe if I reread the Harry Potter's now, <laughs> that kind of stuff, I'll find a bit quick, more. Yeah, yeah, because there's there's moments. there's like I mean there's a lot of differences. Like of, mm. of course, again, you know they have to leave out things from the movies. But speaking of like the Goblet of Fire, what I the only thing I was a little bit disappointed in the movie mm-hmm. is like I like in the books how they explained how each competitor accomplished each like each task like yeah. with like with the dragons they explained how each one yeah each one's fight got yeah each, like and how they you know how they solved they could have montaged that yeah which you know just like a little snippet yeah. but I suppose it's probably Time. the CGI for the like the, each dragon as well that would have been like a, a whole different yeah. story <laughs> yeah but they could have mentioned it at least and been like oh wow yeah this I'll talk person, about yeah yeah or that. interview them like Frida Skeeter could have interviewed yeah. them after about it and how do you do do that yeah but that's yeah but I think that that book as well also was where you introduced to the three unforgivable curses mm. and funny and this is not because I'm a Slytherin but funny <laughs> enough that of Avada Kedavra curse yes. is like my favorite because it's such a like taboo and it's yeah. like it's so final and just very like so threatening yeah. and menacing and anyone can do it it's like yeah it's such a terrifying anyone in the wizarding world has that sniper rifle exactly on them at any time yeah. and it's just the fact that it is unforgivable yeah stops people from doing it yeah exactly it's, it's, so yeah <laughs> it's insane yeah it's it's a weird i love that snaps, idea of taboo yeah. and and but that's the thing memory. i appreciate about the movies as well which is why i like both them equally mm-hmm. because the movies brings to life the envisioning of that curse so yeah. like you know the actor like you know um Ralph, I think he pronounced his name Fiennes. Is it Ralph, Ralph Fiennes, Fiennes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That plays Voldemort. Just the way he... Love him. Yeah, the he's way so he, good. Yeah, he's good. And the way Man. he 
um, the way, you know, the way he delivers the line, the spell, it's like, Ugh. it's like, it's different from when you read it. Yeah, he's such a great actor, <laughs> just in life. Yeah. Yeah. And the green jets and everything, you know, just all the... Uh, speaking of reading and seeing, yes. how did you pronounce Hermione's name when you read it as a kid? Hermione. <laughs> how, how did I pronounce it? That's a good question. Yeah. I think I said her, Hermione. I think I said Hermione. Hermione. Like, good, good, good straight out. <laughs> Oh, it was one of those where uh, you never you never said the word out loud. Yeah. So it was like her name was just a visual just, reference. Uh, yes, yes. It was probably like that for me as well. Yeah. I don't remember. And it was only in Goblet of Fire when she had to explain it to... Uh, Crumb? Yeah, Victor yeah. Crumb, yeah. Yeah. And she had to explain it to Victor Crumb and she breaks it down. like Because <laughs> yeah. he called her like Hermonini <laughs> or something like that. Oh, man. Yeah, he was just another uh, great character where oh, there was like a him. very... Like there's quite a, a discrepancy in the mm. movie and the... Because in, in the book, he's very, like, uh, shy and quite smart. Yeah. But then in the movie, he's, like, like this jock. And Badass. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, not, like, Super a bad hot, person. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I accept yeah. it. <laughs> um, but that's also the oh, And that's thing. also the biggest controversy of, like, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Said Dumbledore quietly. That's the best The biggest ever. meme. Oh, oh God. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but speaking of Dumbledore's... <laughs> What do, what is your take your view on mm-hmm. the two different Dumbledore the actors that portray them? Um, I think I was young enough that I honestly probably didn't realize there was there was a change. Okay. At the time. Yeah. And only after seeing the new cast yeah. in a few movies did I realize that it had changed. Change. Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. think I was just too young and it was like bearded. Whitehead, bearded man. Yeah, same. Character. Like, I didn't didn't put two and two together. Yeah. So, looking back at it, I liked the original was a warmer... Warmer, warmer yeah, character. yeah. More of a... But the change, it's the Dumbledore I know... Um, no. <laughs> it's the Dumbledore I know better. Yeah. So, it's one of those that I know no different, so I don't really... Okay, dislike so, him for anything because yeah. I'm like but that's just Dumbledore that's just him, that's yeah. just him you yeah. know and it obviously hit me in the right age where I wasn't making those uh, oh, like the, those persons like yeah, I, yeah. I cared more about how they portrayed the kids than the teachers yeah yeah so that was just and as long like as a... the teachers did the things they did in the books like yeah. that you know, Dumbledore gave him this and then showed him that thing and yeah. they did that I was like that's enough for Dumbledore okay, yeah. but you can't fuck with Ginny yeah. and her like temperament and that pissed exactly. me off more yeah, yeah. than than Dumbledore shouting <laughs> you put your name above fire. I was like, but Ginny's a badass. Why is she being like pulled yeah. back a bit? Like I love Ginny. Yeah. Um so those like those things stood out to me more, okay, more at than, that uh, age. Okay, yeah, yeah. But um at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, like for for, good, for, yeah. for me for me it is the same. Um a lot of people prefer the yeah. the, the quiet one. Yes. Yeah, so, so the original one that people so liked. Original more. one, Richard Harris. Yeah, um, um, people liked him a lot more. For me, funny enough, like I prefer the new one because Michael Gambon. Yes, Michael Gambon. But yes, the, I prefer that one because he just has more of like he portrays the power of it's Dumbledore. a stronger presence. Yes, but so you can oh. kind of believe that he is the great wizard that yes. everyone like you know speaks speaks of. And he does have that all like even throughout the books and stuff you know there's he knows so much more and he is so much more powerful than he ever lets on yeah but at the same time if richard harris had gone through with the entire series he could have also he would have as i assume any good actor would yeah have developed that character in that way because if you look at the books 
in the first couple of books, he is just like a bumbling principal who yeah. just likes the Gryffindors and gives them points and lets them win shit. <laughs> and then the relationship grows and the and the the arc continues and stuff. And you you discover that he is so much more than you initially thought of yeah, just, just being this bumbling, bumbling prin- uh, principal. principal. Yeah. So I was about to say princess. <laughs> princess. He is a beautiful princess. <laughs> he is a beautiful princess. Um. So so maybe if if he had, if he had survived throughout the entire series, yeah, that, he, that would have changed. We could have seen that. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at the what people speak of in in arcs and stuff like Professor Snape yeah Alan Rickman yes yes Alan Rickman (laughs) Alan Rickman is J.K. Rowling told him how the series would end okay when he got cast as Professor Snape okay so when they started filming the Harry Potter series the books were only up to the Goblet of Fire oh okay yes so So no one knew what Professor Snape's kind of yeah, arc, arc would, would be, be yeah. except Alan Rickman ah, and J.K. Rowling. Yeah. So if you, I I want to rewatch the series with that in mind. Yeah. Knowing that Alan Rickman knows. Yeah. That his connection and the whole always and the yeah, yeah. the the kind of double crossing and yeah spy life. Yeah, that'll be. I, I mean, I might watch it again as well with that. Yeah, in mind, with that in that's mind. A, that's a different perspective. And so that idea of the people who were cast originally would have definitely created that arc in the yes, same way that yeah. if someone if Alan Rickman had done the first two movies and then someone else had done the rest of the Snapes you'd be like oh but the later guy had a softer person who cared more for Harry and you're like yeah no yeah. but that's his arc that's his arc oh, okay yeah. I see I see yeah so it's a yeah. my, so and they were like, my, oh but in the beginning he was an <clears throat> asshole yeah. but now he's not that bad so my liking of the Dumbledore actors kind of like I like where that character you was like at the, the point you like the character arc yeah. yes that was, okay, maybe that was, that I don't was, know that was, no. it's a theory that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a really good that's a, that's a really good theory I like that yeah <laughs> but um yeah so speaking of also mm-hmm. what is your Patronus we all know your house is uh, Hufflepuff <laughs> I think my Patronus is a Beagle. A beagle, okay. If I last checked. That's, I haven't checked in that, a while. That, that, yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah. I always remember, I remember mine because it's yes. quite simple. It's a bear. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you can be like soft and, you know, like cuddly, but then also like... Badass. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you could, you could rip someone's throat out. But be yeah. super comfy. Be super comfy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like a beagle. A yeah. puppy. <laughs> <laughs> but also like how we got our... Um, Podcast, podcast name, name as well. Yeah, the combination yeah, of Slytherin and Hufflepuffs. And Hufflepuffs. <laughs> Which I would never, because you told me about yes. it, but I would never put those two as being like compatible, compatible friends, friends in any way. It was literally from someone randomly or something, thank you, the internet slash Facebook yeah. slash Twitter, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, things pop up in your recommendations. Yeah. And it was a little cartoon about a Slytherin and a Hufflepuff being friends. Okay. And it's like generally just these little clips of the Hufflepuff being like sad and cold and yeah. quiet. And then the Slytherin is like, everyone can go fuck themselves and then gives their <laughs> scarf to the Hufflepuff. Yeah. And then the Hufflepuff is like, just don't cause any fights. And he's like, okay, just because you asked. You know, and it's a super cute little oh, that, that's so like, cool. yeah. protection between them of the yeah. Slytherpuff. That's, that's, that's friendship. The, per- the perfect combination. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's, it's 100%. I am, the more I, I remember when I started started liking Harry Potter as a kid and stuff. Everyone yeah. wanted to be a Gryffindor because the heroes were Gryffindor. You yes. know, it was simple yeah, like that's that. Like, it's kind of and like, I was yeah. like, oh, I definitely think I'm totally a Gryffindor because, you know, I could be like a hero and stuff <laughs> like that, whatever. And then when I took the, the finally took the Potter test and I literally already did it, I think, yeah, like probably in the last, say, five odd years. Yeah. 
and discovered I was actually a Hufflepuff. And I was like, okay. what? <laughs> no. And then the more I read about you? it and yeah, huh? Dave, I am a hero. I'm going to save the school and I'm going to kick ass and kill dragons. And then the more I read about it and the yeah. more I figure out about what like Hufflepuffs are and everyone just kind of goes, oh, they're the stoner house. Yeah. You know, who's like at the bottom in the basement the next to the kitchen <laughs> yeah. who are just super. But the kind of official breakdown for a Hufflepuff is that idea of, you know, they're, they're kinder, they're non-confrontational. Yeah. They, they, they just want people to kind of work happily together and will kind of want to solve a problem with words rather than yeah. at, like fighting and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. And I am definitely, <laughs> definitely like very that. much, I will to a fault avoid <laughs> confrontation at all costs. Um, so it helps me to have Slytherin friends who will stand up for me and yes. be like, tell that person to go fuck themselves. And I'm like, no, but I know they would, but I don't, oh, I don't really want to. And they're like, I'll, I'll tell them to go fuck themselves on your behalf. And I'm like, no, you don't have to. Okay, fine, thanks. And then move on. So yeah. as much as I try to be like, I'm a confident performing artist who can yeah. walk the, the, the... I hate confrontation at all costs. And I'm Unless it's part of your it. job. Yeah. Oh, no, then, I'm, then it's acting. Like, that's it. Yeah, standing yeah. up for myself is very difficult and very scary. Yeah. And I don't do it a lot. That's and why so you I have, have Slytherins that, Slytherin that help me. <laughs> and they don't always stand up for me because, you know, I have to learn. But yeah. they push my buttons until I stand up for myself. Exactly. Which and they're is, always there in case you which can't. Which is terrifying. Fall. It's so terrifying. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> but you, you hate it, but it gets the job done. It has to be done. Like, I can I can logically say it should be done and yeah. don't be a wuss. And yes, you need to stand up for yourself because people will walk over you. But also, it's terrifying. Scary and terrifying. People are terrifying. Yeah. And my other theory is always I'd rather have people screw me over. Yeah. But I keep reaching out and helping out anyone that needs help yeah. because if I stop doing that because two people screwed me over then the people who aren't going to screw me over yeah. are going to lose out on a little bit of help that they needed uh, in yeah, life see, yeah, yeah. so see, I'll take the risk your... yeah I'll take Aww. the risk of assuming that everyone's not That's an such arsehole a soft <laughs> <laughs> because uh. you know like I wouldn't want to not be there for people yeah. who, who would appreciate oh, that, it. That, that is like that is that makes you such a such good a human being. It's a pure part. <laughs> and then I go home and cry because it's mean to me. Don't be mean to me. Uh, well, Cedric Diggory was a what was a Hufflepuff as well. He was, he was heroic and loyal and kind. <laughs> Have you ever, speaking of poor Cedric Diggory yes. and being a Hufflepuff, seen? Team Starkids, a very Potter musical. No, I've not. <laughs> okay. There is, for those of you who do not know, and for those of you who do know, welcome. I love it. There is a group of, of people called Team Starkid. Okay. And they started as, they all studied uh, theater in, in the States together. Yeah. And for one of their final projects, what they did was write an original musical called A Very Potter Musical. And it was like four hours mm. long and they filmed it and it got performed at their local schools college is a theater thing <laughs> yeah and it was a parody musical okay where they retell the harry potter i think like like in their third year or something and it's just silly like <laughs> they they go on the right tangents of of mocking yeah the sis like mocking it but loving it yeah. at the same time like they point out the ridiculous things in harry potter and highlight it but they yeah. they love it and <laughs> they embrace it and i mean like Draco Malfoy is played by a girl pretending to be a guy. 
and like oh they make him just like a whiny bitch <laughs> yeah. who rolls around on the floor all the time. Oh like I don't know why they came up with that, but he just yeah. rolls around on the floor. All the time. I have, I have to be yeah, add this to a my very attitudinous, <laughs> a very Potter musical. Yeah, and it is hilarious. And Cedric Diggory comes in, and they're like, every time he comes in, they're like, who is that guy? He's just like so pretty and perfect and then oh my god i hate it and uh literally apparently hufflepuffs are finders and they find things like that's a a thing about that that. so every time cedric diggory walks on the stage he goes like hi i'm cedric diggory and i find that you are like literally every sentence starts with like i I find (laughs) that you are not doing something or that you like me and yeah and like cho chang yeah. That is played by a white Texan girl. Oh my gosh! Like just to just to back the people, they're yeah, like yeah. like they have like three girls walk onto the stage, and one of them looks Asian, and the other one's like the six foot two Texan yeah. gorgeous chick. <laughs> and and like Ginny walks up to the Asian looking girl and is like Konnichiwa Cho Chang, I am Ginny Weasley. And then like the the Asian girl like stabs her. She's like, bitch, I am Cho Chang. I'm Lavender Brown, racist bitch. And it's so stupid. And oh then obviously yeah. the Texan goes like, I'm. Cho Chang, y'all, <laughs> and it's yeah, it's just so that ridiculous. Amazing. And I think yeah. that's to kind of play on the fact that Cho Chang in the movies has the most beautiful Irish accent. Yeah, already. yeah, and it's not um, what you expect at all. <laughs> no, but she's gorgeous and she's yeah. a stunning actress. Yeah, but yeah, so it's Team Star Kid and Cedric <laughs> Diggory. Definitely gonna watch I that. Find that is, that Hufflepuffs yeah. find things, <laughs> but they then wrote a ton of other musicals. They then created their company, Team Star Kid. Okay. And started writing a lot of other uh, original stuff. And then they would always film it and always release it on YouTube for free. Okay. Oh. And they've nice. re- written, like, their most recent ones are just phenomenal. Yeah. Like, um, Twisted the Musical is basically... I don't know if you've ever heard of Wicked the Musical. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm Wicked, not a musical. Yeah, <laughs> Wicked the Musical is the Wizard of Oz from the witch's perspective. Oh, okay. And the, the Green Witch is actually the hero. Yeah. And people just misinterpreted the situation and then okay. she became the scapegoat for all the shit that yeah. the wizard was doing that that the oz great and powerful was doing and he was trying to steal magic because he was just a normal human okay. who flown on the balloon yeah, yeah. so he finds her and she has actual magic because she's yeah yeah she's green and she's green that's amazing. and allergic to water <laughs> that's why she melts that's yeah. why she melts okay but that's there's a twist she doesn't die <laughs> it's great. um it's based on a book i actually have i lent it to a friend but okay. i have the books yeah. And uh, so Twisted the Musical is Aladdin from Jafar's side, yeah. where he's actually not the bad guy. And he's Wait, just Jafar's trying to guy, save yeah. Agrabah. And Aladdin is just a fucking swindling thief who oh. turns out to be like schizo <laughs> and yeah. has an evil personality that what? murdered his own parents. <gasps> it's so good. <laughs> but the music, it's oh like, gosh. it plays on all those Disney tropes and yeah. stuff and it does all the right Disney things and poor Jafar, you just love him. And, then you, and yeah, yeah, and the, the king like stole his wife away and he was just trying to oh do God. what's right for the country <laughs> and yet the whole of Agrabah hates him. Yeah. And like the opening number of the show is... If you know Beauty and the Beast, you know the bonjour, bonjour, yes. dun, dun, intro song. Yeah. It starts with, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> and it's literally that song. But oh everyone's gosh. like, fuck you, Jafar. <laughs> and he's like, I just want to read this book. And he takes out Wicked. Yeah. And he's like, it's about a, a, a green witch, but she's just misunderstood because she's green. And you're yeah. like, logical match? Yeah. So it's very referencing. That's, and that's then like amazing. he bumps yeah. into Belle and she's like, maybe if you keep your motherfucking face out of that motherfucking <laughs> book. 
And then he's like, what? Yeah, so it's oh my gosh, just yeah. insane. Twist That's is a musical. Okay, it's yeah. on YouTube. It's Definitely great. Definitely have to check that out. Yeah, and they, but they've done some phenomenal shit. Yeah. And, and it's always yeah. interesting when they when they when they do that, like you know, they take something existing mm. and then they yeah. twist it into a different yes. like, you know, perspective. Yeah, they did a holy musical Batman. Okay. Which was a play on like your Adam West Batman, like <laughs> the grey yeah, grey yeah. pant Batman. <laughs> but a musical. And they did Starship Starship, which is a mix between Little Mermaid and Starship Troopers. Oh, okay. Where <laughs> the bug from Bug World just wants to be a Starship Ranger. Yeah. And that's his like one wish. So like so something sad. like <laughs> casts a wish so that he can like get put into the body of a Starship Ranger, like Ariel getting legs yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's his dream <laughs> to be a Starship Ranger and be with the people. But the bugs on bug planet are like, no, they're oh evil. God, they want to kill amazing. us all. That's amazing. It's just insane. Yeah. <laughs> Team Starkid. Team Starkid. I'm going to go. We'll love I'm all they should. Go down a really huge rabbit hole yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> Such a huge rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah. But a very, they did a very part of musical. They did three. Okay. Um, and they're all long and they're all ridiculous. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then the second one, you meet Draco's dad, and you understand Draco's dad just does like jetes yeah, yeah. everywhere, and <laughs> it's weird. And Albus Dumbledore has an obsession with Zac Efron. <laughs> well, everyone has like, they're like we just love Zephron. It's weird. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> but because it's so yeah. weird, it makes it even, yeah, it even makes more sense. funny. Yeah. It makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I can picture Dumbledore being like a, a Zac Efron A little Efron obsessed fan. with Zac Efron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, think it, I think it turns out that the Zac Efron poster is one of the Horcruxes. <laughs> and then they can't bring themselves to destroy it because it's Zephron. <laughs> Oh, and oh like Voldemort gosh, in Voldemort is played by two guys standing back to back to be <laughs> okay. uh to be Quirrell and uh, Voldemort, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have like a romantic duet about how tough it is to live together. It's oh my so funny. That is that's, yeah, that's it's, amazing. It's magical. It's fucking magical. Oh, just give me like a deeper appreciation <laughs> for those characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that is Oof. that is joyous Harry yeah. Potter. I think, yeah, we, we could we could like speak about this for ages. I think oh, we yeah. we actually both have so much like appreciation for it on so many different levels as well. Yeah. I mean, I I have a I have a Deathly Hallows tattoo. You have a Deathly Hallows <laughs> tattoo. Yes, you do. Yeah, I got it as my very first tattoo. Really, a very a very oddly deep meaning behind it. Love it. So I like growing up. I have a, like a really huge fear of death on a mm. very deep existential, yeah. and I like what the Deathly Hallows uh, symbolize in the books, you know, mm. like, you know, being the master of death. And, you know, like so it. kind of like, it's just a reminder where I kind of look at it, you know, don't be afraid. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Not that I'm like the master of death. And <laughs> I'm going to make seven Horcruxes. Uh, no, not like that. <laughs> I don't want to be immortal. Slithering, I'm just saying. <laughs> All I'm saying is just calm down. Um, um, but yeah, so it's just kind of to, just to remind me, you know, to like, not be afraid and yeah. ease my anxiety about I that. Like so, that. Yeah. So it's was my first tattoo, and I know yeah. a lot of people get, you know, a lot of people get it because it's like, oh. Yeah, it's a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, it's I just want to, yeah. Little part of me grew up on, grew up on it. It's a big yeah. part of my life, you know. <laughs> I, I'm still, I still have plans for first tattoos. Yes. I, I have you. none, and I really <laughs> want some. You should get something Harry Potter themed. I, think I don't should. know. I've <laughs> got I want to get one that's a bit D&D related. Okay. Yeah. That is my cunning the plan. Dice. I have an idea and I have a tattoo artist that I like. Okay. So I kind of want to take my obscure sketchery do things yeah, and, and make then... him make it better. Yeah, yeah. But it is essentially a D20, which is the D20 is like the, the back end of the arrow. Yeah. And the arrow is flying forward. Okay. And then because I'm a giant nerd and anyone <laughs> who has watched Critical Role will understand this reference. 
but I want the stem of the, the arrow to say, how do you want to do this? Yeah. Okay. And it's a statement from Critical Role where if uh, it's a thing he uh, Matthew Mercer created because they play Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Voice actors playing Dungeons and Dragons is whenever someone, whoever takes like the last shot on the monster that kills it. Yeah. He always goes, how do you want to do this? Instead yeah. of saying, oh, you've killed the monster at the end. He says, how do you want to do this? And then you can make up the best, most extravagant way that that final shot oh, killed him. So if you, so cool. if you the last like stabbed him, yeah. he goes, how do you want to do this? You're like, okay, cool. What I do is I stab him and then I eviscerate him and oh, then I kick his so head cool. off the, yeah. off the cliff. And I, you know, it's like, you can make it an yeah. epic ending, but, and that's such a cool, yeah, like, what my, like my, eyes. like deep and meaningful yeah. thing with that is, is cause in Dungeons and Dragons, essentially, if you roll a 20 on your D20, yeah, in most aspects, you automatically win. It's yeah. like, well, not win. Uh, it's a it's a critical critical hit. So yeah. if you're trying to hit something, if you roll a twenty, you get double damage. And it's like, it's if you roll a twenty on some checks, then yeah. depending on your dungeon master, because obviously there are rules, but it's yeah. most of the way it's like you get bonus information or you uh, like okay. you yeah. you succeed better than just normal succeeding. Okay, yeah. because it's the highest number on the d twenty. So that would obviously be on a 20. Yeah. And my whole kind of inspiration behind that is that in the world, it, yeah. the, the universe and the world has given us everything we need to succeed. Yeah. That we've gotten the natural 20, the, the, yes. all the tools that I've required to, to achieve. Yeah. And it's just up to me to decide how I'm going to use it. Oh and how God. do I want to do it? That's my deep meaningful. That is so insane and amazing. Deep meaningful thing. So it is like I love Critical Role yeah. and I'm obsessed with them as wow. people and actors and yeah. and Dungeons and Dragons is super fun and I love it. But it is Just that idea of whole... the universe has given you yeah. your natural twenty. It's up to you to decide that's how like you want to do this. That's like a whole ethos you've created. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. But yeah, I've lit I've been sitting on that plan, that yeah. idea for about a year now. Definitely. I think that should be So that's that's yeah. definitely that should be your first one when you As get soon as we come out of this I and I save like some that. money, I've got a I have an artist who I I love his his work and he's yeah. based here in Cape Town. Okay. Actually goes back between Cape Town and Johannesburg yeah, a yeah. lot. Okay. And um yeah, it kinda does a lot of really good um freehand stuff and then yeah. he his coloring is beautiful. He does yeah. a lot of that really nice like watercolor style because oh, that's, yeah, that that that's what I that's what I've got really my eyeball cool. on. Yeah, is a bit more watercolor stuff. Yeah. But um, that would suit your half of my yes, personality as well. Yes, it would suit my half <laughs> And yeah, so I want to get that on my uh, my forearm. Yeah, that's really cool. That's my that's my cunning plan. I, like I'm yeah. just blown away by the whole explanation of the D twenty and <laughs> how do you want to do this? The critical role quote. Yeah, so that's, that's yeah amazing. that I've been that I've been sitting on for a while. I've got other yeah. plans like I want to get a moon yeah. and a rose because those okay. things have special meaning special to me with my mom yeah. and our relationship trip. <laughs> Whenever course. we were anywhere in the world, there was a a stage where I was an exchange student in Finland. Okay. And my brother was working in a town like super far away from from our folks yeah and my dad was in the sudan flying helicopters oh, wow. so and so our family was just scattered scattered, yeah. scattered and my mom would always say that no matter what at night she could look up and look at the moon and look at the stars and yeah. think that all of us are looking at the same moon and stars. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I know. My mom's the best. Oh, your mom's so, so sweet. So I want to get a moon. A moon. A moon to symbolize that. That's, yeah. that's so sweet. <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's, yeah. So I'll think of some good things. But I have to also have a bit more subtle tattoos because yeah. as an actor, 
Of course. <laughs> and weirdly enough, as a stunt performer, it's worse because if you're okay. doubling someone, oh yes, you have there to look exactly like that. Inconsistencies. And there's a lot of there's a lot of stunt people who have like I mean, famously, if you look at uh, Bobby Holland Hampton, okay. he's uh, Thor's stunt double. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, he's Chris Hemsworth's stunt double in anything he does. Yeah. Ever since I think Thor: The Dark World, I think yeah. then he popped in and he he's been he's like, like his, best yeah. friends with Chris Hemsworth and wow. has doubled him on everything. Yeah. He has like full sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> so so it is possible, but yeah. I've seen uh, stunt people here in South Africa and stuff, and I've seen the poor makeup artists. Okay. Take so, yeah. three hours to cover, to cover up. up just a, yeah. a sleeve or just like a wrist thing. Yeah. Back to and obviously like, like you know and like, as a girl you're yeah. always just and they would like to movies. cast people where there's less work needed to be done like with yeah. makeup and yeah CGI it's just easy because it, it just it's super time consuming yeah. to remove all the tattoos and as a girl the girl characters are generally in fucking hot pants and bikinis okay, yeah, the best more, of times so revealing, whereas yeah. the guys you know like they're in full SWAT yeah. so you're fine <laughs> and, you know it's great or armor yeah full plate armor <laughs> and the girl is in the chainmail bikini <laughs> uh, so tattoos have to be a bit more subtle yeah, so yeah. I do have plans but it's yeah. always been to be strategic and subtle and I've held back because I've not wanted to yeah put that effort because I mean you you audition for anything they ask you if you have tattoos yeah it's like it's oh, always okay. so on the list so like any tattoos and you're like yeah. any tattoos and piercings okay because like if you have freaking nose ring then they're like oh you're just too modern for this character <laughs> I'm like you can take it out or they're like no oh, it's, it's not in the 1900s I'm like you can cut it out it's yeah not, you can take it out <laughs> but uh, especially reading stunt work production really has no stuff. imagination yeah <laughs> I mean I've gone to auditions where they're like yeah, but you, the character's blonde. And I'm like, <laughs> you know I can, can dye my hair. Jeez, Or really guys. good wig. Come on, or get a decent wig. Like, yeah. I lost out on a job once because they didn't have budgets for wigs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is, is that like a huge cost in, in some productions? Good wigs are expensive. Yeah. Okay. Good wigs are actually very expensive yeah. and very good. But it was also like super low budget movie. So, yeah. And it was just easy for them to cast doubles who yeah. were already brunette. <laughs> but, um... I mean, it's not just Weird. dye hair. Yeah, just dye hair, cost. Yeah, but that's also terrible because then they sometimes they do not do the best quality of uh, dyeing of hair. That's true as I've well. I've had my hair dyed brown, and, like... and my poor hairdresser nearly had a heart attack because she had to fix it. <laughs> and she's like, "What did they do to your hair?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry." So yeah. I've made, made the promise that if I ever get my hair changed again, she has to do it. Okay, so you trust her. Which completely. I've done once. Yeah. I had to go blonde for a a, a doubling Ooh. thing. Blunt, and honey. I said, fine, I would do it as long as they let my hairdresser do it. Yeah. So she does it and then she just uh, sends them the bill. Okay, nice. Which is <laughs> nice because then I can get my hair back to my normal color because yeah. she knows what she did to make it that way in the first place. Yeah. So Whereas she like, can kind if of, you yeah. don't know what they've done in the first place, then it's Sh- difficult for a hairdresser to, to yeah. remove that and strip it enough yeah. and know what layers are underneath exactly. and stuff like that. And then also you want destroying know, your hair. Because of all your casting and everything, you want to know. Yeah. Yeah. And headshots are expensive, so I don't really want to change my look that often. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, if I wasn't an actor, I would totally get rainbow hair. Like, yeah. every time I see, like, those freaking fire phoenix hair dye jobs and, yeah. you get get like, <laughs> unicorn rainbow blue and green. Oh, I love it. So do it. You do it. But oh. I'm, it's better for me to remain neutral exactly. for work. Like, the red is already a little bit different. Yeah. But at least it's a natural hair color. Exactly. That looks neutral. And it, weirdly enough, makes me a bit more susceptible to being 
lighter or darker hair color. Yeah. Whereas if I was just blonde, they can never imagine you anything other than blonde. Exactly. And if you're just well. brunette, they assume you can't go blonde. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the red, they kind of are sometimes a bit more understanding yeah, of between. you going either way. Yeah, yeah. Or not. Yeah, and also... I go to all the ginger <laughs> castings. Like, the amount of castings I've gone, and you walk into the room, and it's just all the redheads of Cape Town. Like, I know all the redhead girls in Cape Town because we're always in the same damn room. And I'm like, guys, is there nothing more detailed about this character other than the they have red color. hair? Can't I be cast as that character? Like, it's like, cast me as a character, like, the nurse. Yeah. And invite all the girls who could play a nurse. Yeah. No, I got sent for the redheaded nurse. <laughs> Casting. Yeah, I mean, like, you could also you could also you could also change the change the character to have red hair. Yeah, if that's you know, yeah, not casting. Why the is that the primary the primary Focus. like selling point of that character is that they are a redhead? Red <laughs> or can I not go for the just generic detective or generic obscure character? Yeah, exactly. I'm only ever called because they need a redhead at the time. <laughs> But that's just a whole nother ballgame of getting known by casting directors and yeah. getting into the system. So that that's, did, more and that's a, the that's business a of tough acting. Job, yeah. yeah. But you know, yeah. joys of lockdown, keeping busy. Yeah. Keeping I mean, again, doing, like, yeah. we, like, like we discussed in this whole thing, the whole nostalgic trip, that's, mm. that's been a lifesaver for all of us. Oh, nostalgic trip yeah. is magical. I mean, I have a list of anime to get through that you've recommended. You do. <laughs> yeah, I've gone, I've, I've had like good days and bad days and like the bad days I just sit and I watch... 7,000 episodes of anime and just never leave my couch yeah. <laughs> and then I have good days where I'm like super productive and I get work done yeah. and record some stuff at home and but those bad days yeah. also aren't actually bad days because yeah. I think that that's what the lockdowns helped with is yes. it helped people like us who work a lot and yeah. overwork to kind of slow Dude, down and so much like I've seen a lot of the as much as okay firstly the film industry it's terrifying because a lot of my friends are not working and of it's course. scary and we need to get back in so that we can work because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> freelancers are suffering so <laughs> 101 freelancers are suffering they need work yeah but silver lining i've seen a lot of parents of young children who and the parents work in the film industry yeah are getting so much time with their kids that beforehand uh, yeah. they would never the film industry working 12 hour days six to seven days a week yeah. at times it's Crazy. insane and i mean these guys will leave for work at three four o'clock in the morning before yeah. their kids are up and they get home at nine ten o'clock after That's bedtime yeah. they're not they're missing out on such awesome times in their kids lives yeah, yeah. and their kids are like say one or two or three and like those are some great times to see your child grow up exactly before and they so become old enough to a understand. lot of those yeah. those parents fathers and mothers are are getting to spend so much time just yeah. watching their their kids grow. Yeah, exactly. Like a, a friend of mine in one of the other recording studios, I think I mentioned to you. Yeah. He, his wife just had a baby beginning of the year. Yeah. And it was probably two, three months old when lockdown started. And so he got to then spend a month or month and a half, two months yeah. at home with his brand new baby where he'd be at work every day. Yeah. And working and lockdown, like lockdown stopped. Well, like, not stop, but he was able to go back into into some work yeah. around the same time her maternity leave ended. Uh, so, okay. technically, so, yeah. he got the same amount of paternity leave as, as she yeah. did as maternity leave. So, like, that's really cool. Yeah. And, yeah, so it's just watching my cousin. He obviously doesn't work in the film industry, but he his uh, his kid is now, I think, just, just over a year. Yeah. And he, because he couldn't go to work, 
got to see the first steps. He got to see the first oh. words. <laughs> like he's gotten to to really yeah. be at home for those awesome moments yeah. with his baby, with his kid. Yeah, the really important this. moments. Yeah. But at the same time, I need work now. Please come and do it. <gasps> so it's kind of like it's <gasps> so scary. yeah, it's kind of like a, like, a, yeah. like a balancing act. You yeah. Know? It's like, so oh, this, I mean, this, you've got to take the, the bonuses. You've got to you've got yeah. to. You can't just focus on the negative and the scary because yeah. I think a lot of people are just, and it's so difficult to just have a conversation with anyone and not eventually go down a black hole of bitching about regulations and, yeah. and things like that. And yeah, no, obviously right shit needs yeah. to be done and, and people need to be assisted and helped and it is scary. But yeah. if we just focusing on all that negative, it's just going to pull yeah. us down with it. And exactly. some of the stuff we just can't do anything about, so it doesn't help. Yeah. That we bitch about it and complain about it. Yeah. Unless you have a solution. Exactly. And, and if your solution is, but the government must just do it better. <laughs> that's not, that's a, not really not a solution. solution. <laughs> um, I understand. Yeah. And 100%, yes, governments need to do better yeah. and people need to do better. But, yeah. but I mean, yeah. you know, that's, that's also the, the thing about lockdown is, like you said, being trapped mm. with yourself. You know, that tends to be more of the thing that comes up. Yeah, the psychological yeah, that's, 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 turmoil. Yeah, the warfare. Mm. But like you said, if you focus on the positives, it's not, it's easier said than done. hundred percent. But it's so much more like, you know, productive for yourself, you know, yeah. and not just put like productive, but it's just better on your mental health Yeah, it's health been on your mental well. health to not sit on Facebook and just read Yeah, that's one thing I'm trying to say with all people that, you know, thankfully a lot of people on my social media don't really, you know. Yeah dwell on those kind of things yeah. or see I've got some friends things. who get into very good debates yeah good, and actually like aren't just yeah. trolling and going it's just shit yeah, you know, so yeah. I've, I've got some, some awesome friends because you know like this is an unprecedented time that we are going through I mean <laughs> I don't think our parents went through no. a pandemic of the scale where we are you know forced no. to stay away from everything so we're kind of experiencing it as we go and one positive that I always keep reminding myself about which mm-hmm. makes me just very grateful is that we have internet in this age. We Dude, have Netflix, yes. we have YouTube, we have computers. We have access to people, we have ways to communicate, ways to keep in touch, exactly. and ways to keep ourselves entertained. Exactly. I mean, if we had this lockdown at any other time... You yeah, know, it's like I read the cutest thing the other yeah. day on Facebook. It made my soul so happy. It was a, a woman was like, for anyone who says that you need to tell your kids to go outside and stop, stop playing computer games, yeah. listen to the story. And she said her son and his friends would meet every night uh, playing Fortnite. Because yeah. they're in lockdown, it's the only place they can meet. Yeah. So they'd go play Fortnite and they would talk cuck with each other. <laughs> and like they would kind of play, but it was more to hang out. Just to talk, yeah. And then when they were online, when they were playing one night, there was this random kid who was playing by himself. Yeah. And so they started chatting with him. And okay. then uh, they discovered that his birthday was the next day. <laughs> and so they were like no it's cool you're joining our our group and we're gonna go on missions and quests and you're gonna get all of the all of the loot that we find you're gonna get it and they stayed up and played with him until oh midnight gosh, and then they sang happy birthday to him that's so sweet and she was like oh my god like my 13 year old son and his six friends yeah. made friends with this poor kid who was alone on his birthday oh my just hanging out yeah. in Fortnite or something like that yeah. and made that his is day so sweet and, and wholesome. like what a cunt guys guys but that's the thing. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> even just like take us for example. Like yeah. if, with the lockdown, if we had no ways of communicating or anything, oh. we would like you know not see no. each other, talk the. Yeah, of shit I would have gone day. a bit crazy. <clears throat> I, I'll be honest. I mean, sitting alone. 
yeah. takes a while. Exactly. <laughs> the internet. Like, I do joke and say I've probably become more social thanks to <laughs> the lockdown because yeah. I'm a giant hermit. So normally people are like, let's go out. And I'll be like, I'm washing my hair that day. And make up some stupid excuse because I'm a hermit. Whereas now yeah. I'm like playing D&D two to three times a week with yeah. different groups. I am Zoom meetings. I've got an acting class once a week that I wouldn't have had if I was not yeah. locked down. Like, I have an acting class with a Canadian acting teacher with actors in New oh, York, yes, in young, Canada, yeah. in Australia, <laughs> and we're all in the same class once a week. Oh, it's so insane. Cool. Yeah. And I have Zoom chats with my friend, and sometimes my hockey team gets together and does like a workout together <laughs> and like so, chatting with you guys and then yeah. doing the voiceover stuff. And exactly. so I'm much more social <laughs> in quarantine, which is terrifying. I don't know if it says more about me not in quarantine quarantine. I I think it's just because like we've become forcefully isolated that we kind of like realize those aspects of us you know I do need human contact yeah I mean as much as I but I think I I think we're both kind of the same we're both like ambiverts in the sense that like we are we are kind of extroverted people but we are more towards keeping yeah I think I'm one of those I'm good at being an extrovert when I need to but then I need to recharge same yeah so (laughs) when I'm out I'm there I'm not I'm confident in myself I love being around people I love that social interaction and I'm loud and yeah and we laugh and we in jokes and then I need to go home and not see people for like three days (laughs) and like people will be like hey Tony let's get sushi and I'm like "Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't I can't know or I just ignore I ignore calls I'm a terrible human being and yeah uh, yeah, so it's a good a good mix I need to recharge no that's that's the same like speaking of which like my you you wouldn't say this about me because you met me in (laughs) dubbing but before I started, you know, becoming a dubbing engineer, I was terrified of speaking and interacting with people. <laughs> and the thought of me becoming like a senior engineer where I would have to yeah. every day. You have to do like businessy things like too as well to as... Pe- yeah. Exactly. And speak to people. I was like, no, Help that's not going to be me. Yeah. I'll just, I'm just be there in the background. Waffle in a podcast for an hour at a time. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Exactly. Huh. And I never like this podcast Putting coming out, out of it. There. Exactly. What? It like, it, it came out of that. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> completely did a whole <laughs> 180 <laughs> uh, to the yeah but yeah i mean i think we have very similar personalities yeah. in that way where yeah i understand yeah. it's cool you know you want to have your friends and in social interaction yeah and i think the lockdown has just made that part like you know not possible yeah. so it's kind of like that's why we kind of need it more yeah because now it's not like Oh, you can see them and then go yeah. away and recharge. Yeah, so you, like, I need to make it make an, a concerted effort to to actually yeah, connect with people and exactly. realize realize that we we humans are social animals. We yeah. need we need that connection. We need that community. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, it's it's healthy for all of us. I mean, yeah, yeah. A, a podcast came out of our a podcast. Friends. Yeah, <laughs> a podcast came out of us talking, kirk <laughs> talking together. Kirk. You realizing that you like to talk. I'm like, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's be- it just I think it's because when we met the the connection that we had with the stuff that we liked that brought out a lot because I haven't mm. really you don't met. Know, you need someone to nerd out about that stuff yes yeah. like I have a lot of friends and we nerd out about certain things you know mm. like I have musician friends who talk about music or talk about gaming whatever but there's not really a lot of people where it's like we nerd little out bits about of everything everything yeah. yeah like we don't we don't necessarily yeah i don't know have, everything about everything but i know a little bit about it exactly lot. <laughs> and then you teach me about a lot of anime i don't know about i'll speak yeah. about gaming you don't know yeah. about or music whatever no, exactly. so it's like just like that whole cacophony was like poof Boom. I'm like I, yeah and i, I mean there's talk. a lot of engineers that i work with who don't talk shit with me like that yeah yeah and exactly. i like every now and then i'll be like oh watch a new anime and they're like 
cool. <laughs> I'm like, great, this is not going to be that kind of yeah. session. Anyway, um, so yeah, so we do definitely have that yeah. that going for us. Yeah, the, the, the chemistry that's needed. <laughs> but I think, yeah, yeah. We've, we've spoken, we've... Uh, we've tangented. Tangented quite a... There's so much tangent. we could still talk about. I mean, yeah, let's be honest, we could. But... Yeah. In the I hopes of not talking people's ears off, we should exactly. probably wind we, down. We, we want them to come back for more. Come back for more. And we'll probably, Harry Potter will be brought up again yeah, in other in ways. Some, this was just aspect. intro to Harry Potter. Yeah, intro. Slash, uh, the revisiting of. So yeah, this was a nostalgia episode with emphasis on Harry Potter. Yeah, and how it's affected our lives and in, tattoos in different ways. And, and eating and caffeine and fun. <laughs> and personalities. <laughs> yes, dear God. So they know a lot more about us as humans now. Yeah, Uh-oh. as as though hopefully that doesn't scare them off <laughs> in future episodes. <laughs> yeah. So welcome, comment on all of the things. Yes, and follow so, us yeah. on all the social medias yes. and share as with your friends. As we wind down, social medias you can find us on Instagram at yes. Nerd Stuff with Slitherpuff, all one word, or you can find us on Twitter at Nerd Stuff with SP <laughs> because we couldn't put Which the whole word in because it was long. <laughs> And please, yeah, follow us. Reach out. We have a Go couple of followers. Side. People have, have been kind enough to retweet and reach yeah, out and stuff. So yeah. we're hoping to make more friends on the socials exactly. and reach back. <laughs> and and just spread anything, more yeah, nerdiness. Spread, spread, more, spread the nerdiness. Yeah. And if you can, if yeah. we dare ask, shameful plug, go to Apple Podcasts yes. and review us and exactly. leave a comment because <laughs> that helps other people find us. Yeah, The just, more people that give us some stars and give us some comments, the more likely we are to pop up on other people's feeds. Exactly. So people will discover us. And give us a chance to spread more of the shit that we talk. Spread more of the love (laughs) for nerdness. And take care of each other and be, think, you know, it's hard, but think positive thoughts in this time. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of my critical own brain, as they say, don't forget to love each other, guys. Uh, Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.